Hello, Manifestation Mavens. Thank you for joining me for another fabulous episode of Manifesting While Black. I'm here today to talk about my beef with the law of attraction. Now, uh, this title might sound a little aggressive, but um, while maybe beef isn't the best word, uh, the law of attraction has a really interesting prickly history with me. And um, this topic came up because on my Instagram, I polled, I polled my followers and asked um, them to pick between two topics. And Beef with the Law of Attraction was the one that won. So I'm going to do this one first. Uh, and yeah, I'm really excited to walk you through my personal history with the Law of Attraction, why it bugged me in the past, why it still kind of bugs me today, even though I'm a huge believer in manifesting, in bridging the spiritual with the practical so you can like make shit happen. Even though I am I am down to clown with manifestation, law of attraction, and the way people look at it and teach it still kind of pisses me off. So if you were interested, stick around. It's gonna get real. So let's start with my history of the law of attraction. Um, I feel like the first time I ever heard about the law of attraction, it was in my late teens, early 20s. I have always been um, woo adjacent. Like as a little girl, I knew what my um, horoscope sign, like my astrology sign was. I knew what my number was in numerology, um, courtesy of my mama. And uh, so I've, I've always been interested in like fun, more spiritually, not super logical things. Um, but the law of attraction in particular came on my radar late teens, early 20s, and it was through a family member who was going through something really difficult. And this person, basically, they up and quit their job, which seemed like great, because, you know, I I noticed how miserable they were. So I was like, get out of the job, like, do something else, you got this, it's whatever. But then, you know, over a period of time, we realized this person was so scared. And it's quite possible that they quit their job out of fear, and all the decisions they were making were also done out of fear, but it didn't become super apparent because this person kept talking about like the law of attraction and like that, you know, ask, believe, receive, and they were super into it. And like, you know, they even got like my little sisters involved with like being like law of attraction when, um, things would go well. And it was, it seemed cool on the surface. It seemed cool. But then we noticed like, One day she cut out pictures, like she had this huge vision board, which was cool, like sounds really cool, but y'all, it looks like a cry for help because while there was this amazing vision board with like this Jaguar and a Bentley and beautiful mansions and like somehow she found this like $1 million bill um, and you know, she even cut up old photos of herself from when she was younger and like put them in there. It was great and it took up almost like a whole wall in her house she would snap when you asked her, like, how's the job search going? Um, sometimes I'd randomly go over and see her and she'd be, like, crying in the corner. And then in complete denial that she was crying. So, like, my history with the law of attraction is rooted in this is what delusional people believe in. This is what people who are desperate and are so scared to move forward this is what they cling to because they don't have anything else and that's super heavy but that is 
my history uh, from the start. Thankfully, over the course of time, um, I got more into manifestation and the law of attraction in particular. Um, and, and realized that like so much of my life and like all the wonderful things that have happened and come to fruition are because I manifested them or because I attracted them and, you know, got that amazing, beautiful, inspired action and then was able to go for it, get it or get something better. You know what I'm saying? But the more I got into the law of attraction, the more I felt better about it. There was also like this new underlying prickliness <laughs> and this prickliness is from a kind of a nerdy point of view and that is the fact that it is a quote-unquote law all right now buckle up because it's gonna get real nerdy real quick so another reason why my beef <laughs> with the law of attraction exists is different from how it started off historically Now it's kind of about semantics. Um, In particular, the fact that it's called the law of attraction. And um, I feel like the the wording of the law of attraction and how it's often taught, um, it, it actually disempowers people. And I think it's gotten out of control with how people interpret it. And honestly, I think it's gotten out of control with how people let the law of attraction have a grip on their lives and how they think um that life is going for them just based off of their vibe let me take a step back so semantics law of attraction so the thing about laws is if you look at like the definition of a scientific law or what goes into a scientific law is like these things are based off facts they've been proven there's evidence and repeatable results to support it and like it is basically like a list of, or not like a list, but like a, a definition of, um, like here here's the thing that happens. So like it's a, it's a what statement. So for example, one law is for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. It is a what, right? And so the law of attraction, um, uh, the example or the definition of that, I'm going to pull from uh, Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zinka, Forgive me, I love her content, but I can't pronounce her last name. And the law of attraction, basically that law is like attracts like. And in a more lengthy explanation, it's positive energy attracts positive energy and negative energy attracts negative energy. And often how that's interpreted is, you know, if you want something in your life and you want like good things in your life, then you ultimately need to like, vibrate (laughs) or have the energy of that goodness and that that is what pulls it into your world pulls it into your reality pulls it into your version of the universe however if you are all of a sudden seeing all sorts of crazy shit all sorts of negative things then that is because you have negative energy that you are putting out to the universe and the universe is just meeting you where you're at in this like super negative space now The reason why it bothers me, because it's the word law of attraction, is because it hasn't been really proven. And I'm not saying I I want, like, a dedicated scientific study. Um, I just want the explanation to, to fit some of the most unexplainable things. I think that's the part where I'm just, like, calling it a law means that it can explain it is the what that explains so many things 
And so if like essentially people's experiences are given to them by their positive or negative vibe, how do you explain the Holocaust and the people that experience that? How do you explain the transatlantic slave trade and the people that experience that? Hell, let's use a modern reference. How do you explain this current, currently, fingers crossed, ending global pandemic? Like, how do you explain 2020? And I think that's the piece that makes me cringe when I hear like, no, law of attraction. Um, it is a law. It is It is how the universe is governed. I can't help but look at it and go, is it? Is it though? <laughs> this leads to the real reason why I have beef right now with the law of attraction. is because it's defined as a law, which means this is how the world works. And so many people who are trying to manifest their dreams and better their lives, they interpret it as a law and the seriousness of what a law means then that means they look at so many things that happen in their lives, for better or for worse, usually the for worse type things, and think, oh my God, my negative energy attracted that. And, you know, I think certain things, yep, I bet I bet that that is um, something that like people's actions in the spirit of feeling low and heavy and uninspired they brought in low, heavy, uninspired things. But this is something like perhaps, um, you know, they weren't able to see the the guy who was actually really into them. Um, that could have been a fit. But because they were so hung up on their ex, uh, they literally like filtered this guy out. Or um, they're a business owner and they're so focused on getting clients through Instagram that they aren't even looking over at um, the great leads that they're attracting on Facebook by being active in um, group messaging, group messaging, right? So it's like, I feel like that to a certain extent can definitely count as evidence for the law of attraction. But a law means it is, it explains a what consistently and repeatedly. And I don't see it as a good explanation for like some of the bigger atrocities of the world. Things such as um, the the Holocaust or the transatlantic slave trade or, you know, let's do a modern example again, um, COVID and the panoramic. Like, how do we explain that with the law of attraction? Do Does it really sit well in you as a human being, as a spiritual being, as a child of the universe? Does it sit well in your heart to go, yeah, those people who got COVID and died, they just attracted it into the universe. It is what it is. Or people that are like assault victims, like did bad vibes and negative energy attract their assaulter to attack them? Uh, That just doesn't sit well with me. Don't sit well in my heart. Don't sit well in my mind. Don't sit well in my body. Don't sit well in my spirit. Don't like it. I rebuke it. With that in mind, (laughs) here's what the reframe is for me. Instead of the law of attraction, I call it the theory of attraction, right? Theory, it's it's a bit more loose for me, right? It it fits well into, you know, what it is and that like it's an explanation of why, but it also fits well in the fact that like theories are not a hundred percent proven yet. They're not proven as fact. It's just a theory, right? Um Calling it a theory just makes it less of a meaningful thing in the world. And 
while technically for me, like it isn't necessarily something that I really rely on when it comes to my manifestation practice. I know for a lot of people, the law of attraction is something that people rely on. So if you are the type of person who has struggled with getting on board with the law of attraction, but you're really into it, see what it's like playing with calling it the theory of attraction. So with the theory of attraction, um, you know, as I raise as I raise my attitude and uh, change my perception about things, thus raising my vibe, good things happen to me. And when I feel myself feeling low and heavy, you know, sometimes that means like bad shit's gonna happen. Um, maybe not the astronomical stuff, like because I feel like that is something that is uh, beyond me or beyond, yeah, it's beyond me as a person, but you know, for maybe some of the little things that just impact me. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe that is the, the theory of attraction at play. Perhaps, you know, dear listener, you could phrase it or frame it up in that way. And maybe it'll make um, that part of manifestation feel better for you. Or you could be like me and kind of choose to distance yourself from it. I, um, I don't really like the idea of the law of attraction as that hard and fast law. So if I really want to incorporate it in my life, I think of it as a theory. But for the most part, I don't really think about it at all. And I still pretty much manifest almost everything that I want in my life or something better. So it's up to you. Whatever works best for you that like helps you feel amazing about your dreams and helps you get into the belief that you can have it or something better and then inspires you to move forward in a way that feels aligned with um, those beliefs and dreams, like, that's it. And if that's the law of attraction, the theory of attraction, or none of the above, that's amazing. Now, dear listener, dear manifestation maven, why the hell does this matter? <laughs> Let's, let me get to, like, why this fundamentally matters when it comes to your manifestation journey. You need to have a strong belief in what works and what doesn't work for you. And you need for it to feel comfortable in your body and in your brain. Because if you actually are the type of person who is like, all right, I'm all about manifesting my dream life. And, you know, according to the law of attraction, I uh, am getting my positive stuff because my positive vibes and my negative stuff because my negative vibes and things still just don't sit right with you, then you're going to get inconsistent results. And on top of that, you're going to have all this mind drama of like, oh my God, am I doing it wrong? Is it me? Or um, if you are a hardcore, hard and fast believer, you know, you might start to um, do some major victim blaming uh, and perhaps even, you know, say or think some harmful things to other people that might be part of marginalized communities, might come from less privileged backgrounds, and it's things bigger than you or them or hell, even the generation that they're in or the one that came before them, things that are huge and big and systematic are actually huge causes of what they have going on in their lives. And, you know, you being like, well, you attracted that. Your bad your bad vibes are uh, what that brought that into your reality. That's harmful. Um, and, you know, perhaps that isn't the type of person that you want to become. That is why this matters. Getting clear on what works for you 
and why it works for you and why it feels good to you and confirming that it feels good in your body and in your mind and in your heart and in your soul that's what matters because once you're on board body and soul like the world is your oyster you will be unstoppable and that's why (laughs) i am clear with my manifestation journey that like the law of attraction isn't doesn't do it for me it isn't it uh like i said earlier it's When I want to feel better about it as a whole, I think of it as the theory of attraction. And then when it comes to my manifestation journey, what works for me, what I rely on to kind of get myself back into my beliefs um, or, you know, helping me get uh, on a clearer path that feels good toward my dreams, goals and desires. Like, law of attraction. She's just not that girl for me. And I'm okay with that. Thank you so much, Manifestation Maven, for listening to the Manifesting While Black podcast. And double thank you for making it to the end of this episode. If you are hungry for more manifestation tips and tricks that can be applied to your life, no matter your background, beliefs, or heritage, feel free to listen to the other 10 Manifesting While Black episodes. They are between 10 and I want to say 30 minutes. Uh all juicy stuff for you to figure out what works for you so you can live the life of your dreams. If that is not enough, feel free to follow me at your coach Bria on Instagram. And if you are super hungry for some applicable lessons, I have a new free tool called Reflect and Observe. It is a dreams and belief assessment that helps you walk through your beliefs and your dreams and determine if um, your beliefs support your dreams. And, you know, if you see that they're misaligned, then that's an opportunity for you to shift so you can really start to cultivate the life that you want and the reality that you oh so crave. Thank you again for listening. Have a magical day.